What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And that's you. And welcome to Monday Night Crimson Capsules, the longest-running episodic program here on YouTube. I got money. Damn the respect. I wanted to break down like a 12-gauge shotgun, triple-barrel 12-gauge shotgun. All right, and show me what you're working with. I got money. But don't you want commitment? Kahoo! Shout out to Uncle Earl, and you can follow them on Tiffany and Uncle Earl on Instagram. Shout out to Uncle Earl. We need to, you know, show the man some respect over there, but he don't care about respect. All right. So anyway, what do we got going on here? Uh, we got uh, we got some interesting stories here. We're gonna cover. Hopefully, we have time. I've been trying to uh, put in a lot of pause, put in a lot of uh, stories in here, um, so we can have some things to discuss. I think we have Zach Wilson out here fornicating with his mom's best friend all right shout out to wait a minute shout out to zach wilson going to cougar town you know he played for the byu cougars all right and he's out there fornicating with them blonde hair blue-eyed mormon chicks out there shout out to zach wilson all right living up to the standard of provo utah you know what i mean <laughs> what do we got zach w in the building shout out to zach clapping the pretty feet uh old Cougar Mormons out there. You never been to Salt Lake City, boy? The outskirts of Salt Lake. There's some pretty women out there. <laughs> anyway, Brigham Young University in the building. All right, he getting them old reject Brigham Youngs and the new reject Brigham Youngs. All right, shout out to you. Uh, shout out to the Mormons. I used to live in Salt Lake City. All right, I know how it works. So we're going to talk about Zach Wilson out there. We're going to talk about the drunk newscaster. This is probably Josie's mama. We're going to go look at Josie's mama who showed up drunk to work. I don't even know how you would do this and why are there no checks and balances. She showed up blitzed. We're going to show that. We're going to talk about Trick Diggity Daddy. Trick Daddy. What's going on with hip-hop rappers, man? Hip-hop rappers, they continue to live up to their names as perhaps some of the biggest simps that are out there. Some of the biggest simps that are out there. And I've been having technical difficulty with my stream, so... If it does pop off, just be patient. We'll re we'll be back back in return. Uh, but hip hop, man, I'm gonna tell you, man, hip hop is dead. All right, <laughs> hip hop is dead. Um, it's no more. We don't have any good examples of men. I mean, you know, it was definitely corrupted and taken over. All right, by a I don't know what it was, but I, I could go into that if we had time. But uh, the junior college awaits. Um, you know, his name is Trick Daddy. I mean, y'all should have known that was coming. All right, what do we got there? And then potentially another story about passing on your legacy. Who are you depending on to pass on your legacy if we have time with that? Without further ado, let your voice be heard here with the contributions. Uh, you can do dollar sign CGA live, all right, um, on the Cash App, Cash App. Or you can go on uh, PayPal, paypal.me, paypal.me backslash coach Greg Adams in the building. All right, so let me see if I can put that in there. I always forget. I'm setting up all my streams and stuff. And then I forget to put it, put this in. I always forget. All right. I need an assistant. Give me an assistant coach in the building. Where's my assistant coach? Anyways, a lot of great, great stories for us today. Anyway, we're going to acknowledge the earlier contributors to today's show. And um, we're going to get into it with Zach Wilson. All right. We're going to start it with Zach Wilson. All right. He out there clapping everybody's cheeks in Utah. All right. There's a lot of inbreeding in Utah. There's a lot of that going on. Did I get these brothers already? I maybe I did not get these brothers. This is from earlier in the show. All right, let me see here. Shout out to Travis C. 
And um, he says, "I'm." A, this was from at the end of the show. He says, I'm a bodybuilder, bodybuilding hobbyist with the top 1% physique. I'm constantly sexually harassed. Most places I go, including work, inappropriate comments and touching occurs almost daily. But if I say, girl, look at all that wagon, you dragon, I suddenly cross the line. And hence, this is the world we live in. I mean, gosh, it's like one of those cruel realities of the world. You know what I mean? Like, again, we were talking about at that point of the stream, the amount of young boys that are her, uh, that are taken advantage of, the amount of sexual harassment that happens towards men. If you complain about it, why are you complaining about it? Simps that never get sexually harassed always. Well, you should be proud that, you know, young boys get corrupted by adult female teachers. Oh, thumbs up. You know, where were those teachers when I was young? And then when the stats come out, they be like this. I'm not happy. Women face so much <laughs> brutality out here. And to be honest, they do. You know what I mean? Like if you turn on Dateline, they be out there getting deleted left and right. I'm like, Lord have mercy. They're a big, fat, juicy target for serial Kellogg's killers. All right. They be out there deleting them, poking them. You know what I mean? Plucking them. I'm like, dang, boy, women really are safe out here. I mean, you can live in the safest environment, man. But, like, I think, you know what I mean? Like, when it comes down to it, they be getting plucked. But with that being said, when the statistics come out on sexual harassment, it's not even fair. Because uh, men with good physiques always get touched. Can I touch your arms? Oh, I love shoulders like that. And they want to put their little greasy ass palms all over your damn clothes. Look, get off my damn silk shirt. But I'm supposed to like it. Um, there was actually a good video of, um, I can't remember who the artist was, but it was a male artist. And um, he's singing his love songs. It's a white guy. And some female runs up on the stage and gives him a hug. And he's like, and everybody's like, yo, I mean, don't you? Isn't that what you're looking for to be harassed to keep, have, have some psycho run on stage because he's a performer. He's supposed to just allow women to just come up and, and touch him. So again, people really don't uh, understand how much sexual harassment, a very attractive men, even tall men. No, I'm going to objectify you because of your body height. Um, and then I'm going to touch all on you. If you have nice arms and triceps and good shoulders and Ooh, let me poke on your chest. Let me poke on your chest. <laughs> okay. Let me poke on that bird chest. Let me let me poke on them damn raisin titties. All right, let, let's are we are we clear? And uh, dude, that actually happened to me in high school. That actually, now that I think about it, Travis, that happened to me in high school. Um, when I was in high school, um, one of the popular girls basketball players, she was popular, like she was on the first team all state. She literally used to come up to me. This is when people used to twist each other's nipples. Right? I don't know if they still do that today. Um, they used to, so in high school, she would come up and twist my nipples. And I was like, so one day, you know, I'm in 10th grade. I was like, well, turnabout's fair play. Uh, we're all equal here. So I got her. I was like, Wimp. do you know this girl went ballistic? She was going crazy, bro. We actually, um, laugh about it now. She went crazy. She was like, what? I can't believe you did. <laughs> But I'm an equal opportunist twister. I'm like, you can't just be twisting on me. Let me get me a grabby. <laughs> Whip. Oh, she went crazy, bro. She went nuts. She didn't turn me into the office, but she went and, oh, she got her friends. And they were like, oh, my God. She was a senior and I was a sophomore. But we were cool. Like, we were like, the, we were like cool buddies. But, of course, you crossed the line. Wait a minute. How dare you? How dare you? You cross the line. I can get yours, but you can't get mine. This is private. Oh, you can touch on mine. Wait, 
you can twist on mine until I what like <laughs> yeah, she secretly wanted. You can twist on mine. There's no problem. All right. And I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to do with this information? I'm 15 years old. Hmm. Oh, we're equal. Okay. Twisties. <laughs> so coach been making women mad since 85. Dude, I'm I, I'm not with the BS. All right. I don't play the BS game. Whoa, whoa. That was sorry. Inappropriate. Don't you think, sir? I was like, that ain't no damn inappropriate. She was twisting on me the whole semester. She lucky she only got one. She had some, she had some pencil eraser nipples, too. All right, they're gonna go all the way back. <laughs> Somebody's going to go all the way back, find out the school. They're going to dig up the girl. <laughs> she probably did. They're going to dig up the girl. She's going to come out. Me too, Kay. She's going to be like, I remember that day. And he admitted it on YouTube. All right. He was a little horny little dude. <laughs> They're going to dig her ass up. All right. It ain't even going to be the real her. I'll know who the, I'll know who it is, too. Because if y'all put a certain person up, I like that ain't her. I never talked to women that like, like that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, when I was in fitness training, like this brother said, dude, I mean, my arms used to be big. You know what I mean? I used to show you, man, the girls all the time. Oh, can I just touch? What can I touch? I'm touching something, too. What? What do you mean you're going to touch something on me? Like, you're literally asking me to touch me. And I'm touching something back. What you want to do? Do you want me to touch on them flabby ass teacher arms? All right. Or what? But I'm touching something. <laughs> All right. Here we go. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, I be pissing people off, man. I ain't the one. <laughs> I ain't the one to mess around. Somebody said coach can't run for office. No, that's right on par for politicians. That's right on par for politicians. Oh, we already behind the show. We already behind the show. Shout out to Travis C. But yeah, that's that would be sexual harassment in any any lane. But we're not supposed to see it as sexual harassment. We're supposed to be, oh, I'm lucky. All right. Lyle Pockets is in the building. He says, yo, Coach Sean, I heard you have a video of my junior college girl asking if I will wife her to F up. All right. I actually showed that at the beginning. But, you know, a lot of you guys are a little bit late. Uh, so we'll play big blue eyed Becky. Is she blue eyed or brown eyed? I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right. And wife me the fuck up. Shout out to the Plain Janes in the building. You know, Plain Janes, man. Plain Janes are a little bit sneaky. They 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 kind of mousy to me. She look a little mousy. She ain't even got her eyebrows done. You ever see them girls, they got half eyebrows and they pencil in the whole rest and they jump be looking on point. You're like, damn, that look like a nice Nike swoosh on your face. And it'd be looking on point. And then you look at it for so long and you can tell it's eyeliner pencil. You're like, that ain't right. And then you see her, this girl running around here, need her eyebrows done. Then you're a little bit like, damn, natural looking a little bit, you know. <laughs> plain Jane's got that, you know what I mean? That chicken cutlet taste in their mouth. You know, anytime I see a plain Jane, I'll be like, like chicken cutlet, you know, and need a little seasoning. I like Plain James. You know, Plain James is where that girl's next door. Girl's next door. That's what I like. Uh, baddie chicks, I'm not really attracted to baddie chicks. I'm actually quite turned off by baddies. Um, and it's not because of the way they look. It's more of their air, their attitude, their arrogance. You know what I mean? Like, I'm 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 arrogant enough. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Coach Mus Mussolini in the house. Or Coach Coachellini. 
I'm arrogant as it is. I can't have nobody running around here. You know what I mean? But I don't blame them for being arrogant. They were blessed by nature. It is nothing they did or accomplished. Nature just rewarded them. And, uh, you know, they have an arrogance about them. But, uh, yeah, they, you know what I mean? I'd be seeing a plain Jane. I'd be like, yeah, plain Janes. Yeah, yeah. But I'd be like, could use a little, could use a little, I can't tell, lorries. I don't know. You don't put a little. Let's dab it up a little. And then she start twerking. You'd be like, oh, too much seasoning. Too much seasoning. You slide it off. You get your butter knife. You'd be like, take that top layer of seasoning off. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man, this is already one of those shows. SAU says, good afternoon, coach. We ready for some scrum diddly stuff. The diets don't work for you the same. I got to find that diets don't work for you the same here. Scrum diddly- hey, man, if my lights ain't up, it's a little slow today. But if my lights ain't up, yes, we're going to get scrum diddly out here. Uh, We got two more, and then we'll head over to the Cash App and talk about Zach Wilson. Maybe we better wait. Let me see here. Uh, No name says, hope Uh, you have time tonight to discuss hip-hop is dead and hijacked by the, is it? I don't even know what that is, but um, I don't know if I want to say it either. Who also owns Hollywood and sports media? I, I probably don't want to say it, but new, 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 new world order. I think you—that's what you're talking about. Um, I actually talked about the connection between hip hop and um, you know, a certain groups of people that have pushed hip hop to the lengths of you know they've had starving men come out. We'll talk about it. Let's save it. We've had starving men look at it as their ticket out, and um. You know, they, they've had to play a role. It is okay. It's okay. We'll talk about that. Who is in here? Rockaway Rob says, check out the article in the New York Post. Parents telling their young kids to defend them in a fight, prepping simp enforcers at a young age. So sad. And I talked about that in this after, this morning show, and I played a couple of clips. It's sad. And I talk about the parentage here in our country. It's actually reverting to something more of abusive relationships with a hint of codependency. And uh, using your kids to get YouTube, uh, not YouTube, um, TikTok views is pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Uh, let's see here. Jay, Jay says XX is default state without a man is self-destruction. Yeah, they, they need direction. Um, and if you actually have gone to the dark side, you're going to see that a lot of young women, attractive women, uh, even older women, they're running around here. I'm strong and independent. They live in a one bedroom apartment, eight cats. And they're running around here. I do need a little help with my finances. <laughs> You're like, you know, I just need a help with some bills and some finances and rent. And like, wait, you just actually need the money? Like, wait a minute. I got money. Like, you're strong and independent. You just don't have the money. Okay. Like, you have the strong and independent attitude. You just need the money part. The money part is what you're not able to come about. <laughs> you're like you're missing i'm strong and independent i'm just missing out on my rent you know what i mean like i could really make it in the world i just don't have enough money to pay rent car note insurance health insurance light bill phone bill (laughs) like other than that i'm strong and independent i'm a boss chick i'm a boss baddie out here like wow it's quite pathetic, man. You you start looking at this, man. You like, man, let me off this world. I can't. World, I can't take it. <laughs> Stop the world from spinning. Stop this world. Or send an asteroid or something. I can't deal. I can't. <laughs> These people, you can't take them seriously. Brian Horsley in the building. Shout out to you. 
And let's do uh let's do four more. All right, then we'll get to the show. Loud Pocket says, please do not play that scrum diddly umptious chick coach. All right, if we get the likes up, we won't play her. And he also says, Where's a good ATM to put my card in, coach? Well, let's find out for a second here. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just I'm just using it. All I gotta do is put my card in. And that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. Well. That's just the natural state of things. But let's keep that undercover. You know what I mean? Then you find her at the Golden Corral. And then you'll find pickup guys picking up on her. And I found this. Fine, Red Bone. And she was out here. In the street. Jay says, at least Trick Daddy is living up to his name. I know. He kind of warned us about what was going on. He kind of warned us. So you can't be mad. Dr. Thunder in the building. He says, paying my respect. Here to support. Appreciate you and the intellectual group. Here, that is here. We got the coach gang is international. We got plenty of people, plenty of jobs. All right. And we got professional professors out here. No drift over there with the guns. Gun show haven't contributed in the many blessings. All right. Haven't contributed. Appreciate you over in the UK. All right. Getting this swole on pause. All right. Let's get into the show. All right. Let's get into the show. This is going to be action packed. It's going to fly. All right. So uh, let's see here. Let's go to Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, New York Jets. Damn. Shout out to Long Island, New York, and all the New York Jets fans. Oh, that team. Y'all want to talk about my team, the Jets, though. All right. So, anyway, I didn't realize where Jet fans lived until I moved to Long Island, New York. And I was like, damn, this is where the Jet fans live? Jesus. Uh, Zach Wilson's ex accuses him of sleeping with his mom's best friend. Now, let's just show you this right now. Um, uh, Zach Wilson's mom. Let's just get on Zach Wilson's mom. Yes, because I just got off of her. So Zach Wilson's mom made headlines when he was drafted. This is a picture of her at the uh, NFL draft. So that's Zach Wilson. He's the quarterback of the New York, New Jersey Jets. And this is his mom looking like, you know, every suburban mom in, you know, Lehigh, Northern Utah, Northern Salt Lake or Southern Salt Lake. And so, you know, everybody was like, oh, Zach Wilson's mom. I was like, okay, I'm like, she looked like everybody, any hot wife in Orange County. Like, okay, I mean, yeah, she ain't ugly and all, but I was like, okay. I was, she got it. They, they was like, oh, she's so hot. I was like, okay. I mean, she's not ugly, but I was like, she deserve a headline for looking like that? I mean, boy, the Aryan thing is going crazy. And she's decent in her age group, but in my age group, she's decent. But no, she's not ugly and all. But uh, anyway, this is Zach. Uh, there she is again. All right, this is everybody was like, Zach Wilson's mom. I was like, okay, she don't look like Zion Williams's mom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, but this is Zach Wilson's alleged ex-girlfriend. All right, that's her right there. Now, she looks like a baddie, all right? She looking like a good little Kaylee, all right? Shout out to her. Um, Yeah, come see you. Come see you, boy. She looking like Kaylee right here next to her, but, of course, her Instagram picture was a little bit more done up. I like her a little bit like she is in her Instagram picture. A little bit of seasoning on it, but that's what we'll do. But uh, apparently, she airing his ass out, okay? Apparently, this is his ex. He, he gave her the boot. She's no longer getting that NFL money. Now she's going to have to live, make a living doing doo-doo-doo by porta-potties. 
She's going to have to make a living getting flown out. She dropped the ball. She dropped the bag. She done fumbled the bag. She done fumbled the bag. So Zach Wilson kicked her to the curb, and now she airing his ass out. So what she's saying is Zach Wilson's ex-girlfriend appears to be dating his college roommate. What? Okay, no, she leveled up. She said, level up, level up, level up. So, um, wow, boy, y'all keep it close to home, don't y'all? Y'all keep it close to home. She literally hopped, what do you call it, when they do it, monkey branched from Zach Wilson to a wide receiver, Dak, Dax Milney, who was Zach Wilson's college roommate. Bruh. <laughs> Hey, man, this is why I tell you monogamy is dead. You'll never get me to believe in monogamy. All right, because I'm not going to be the one being monogamous and she out there getting her insides pushed to her esophagus. She out there waiting to level up, level up, level up. She out there waiting to monkey branch. And then sooner or later, well, I was drunk and I don't know, man. And I leveled up, leveled up, leveled up. What in the hell is going on here? Monogamy is dead. There's no such thing as monogamy in America. Stop it. All right. Nobody, everybody cheating, uh, people sleeping around. You're, you got overlapping relationships. Stop. I mean, monogamous relationships are, are dead. All right, here it is. And now she's dating Washington commander wide receiver Dax Milney after she seemingly accused the Jets quarterback of cheating on her with his mom's best friend. So I hope his mom's best friend looks a little bit like at least the mom. But Zach Wilson out here pounding out Provo, Utah, like he crazy. And it says right here, Milne appeared to reveal the relationship with his one-time best friend's ex. Wait a minute. Uh, Abby Guile with the romantic Instagram post on Saturday. So so the so the roommates airing his ass out? There's nobody loyal. Nobody loyal. Word on the street, he wrote, alongside two photos of him on the beach holding hands and cuddling his new flame, who never showed her face. Man, we got to investigate this, boy. There's some people, man. Oh, my God. Dude, you cannot trust the people that's close to you. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. It says, sports site, U Stadium, shared the post and said, word on the street, IG streets, was that the mystery beauty was guile. Uh, saying that former BFFs and roommates Wilson and Milne no longer follow each other on Twitter or IG. Uh, that's a job, by the way. Uh-oh, she got her feet out. She can find her way over to me, bro. She can find her way over to me. All right. Uh, are you going to go my way? Oh, so this is the post that the white... Oh, brothers. Uh, men, men are dead. <laughs> men are... Men... I can't trust none of y'all no more. So this dude right here, so this is the roommate, and this is the post they shared on Instagram, not revealing her face. And now they, (laughs) oh man, Gen Gen Z is done. Gen Z is done. It says the site said Gal who split with Wilson, her high school sweetheart earlier this year confirmed the relationship in a video on her Instagram, which was deleted by Monday. According to screenshots widely shared on, on online, Guile went even further when a commenter accused her of being a homie hopper by dating her longtime ex's bestie, uh, whatever, you know, whatever it is right there. So she, homie hopper, you mean ho hopper? It says it is in a sense deleted comment 
She said that Wilson was sleeping with his mom's best friend and that the real homie hopper, that he's the real homie hopper. And she wrote that with two laughing emojis. So here you go again, guys. Uh, when the breakup happens, they're going to blow you up. They're going to air your ass out. I mean, when do you guys got to learn? You got to learn that they're going to air your ass out. So you better keep your secrets real, real tight to you. Gal soon deleted her Instagram account. <laughs> Shit. How many, how many followers did she have? She deleted the whole account and Milne blocked any comments to their initial um, romantic post. Uh, Milne, you're next. All right, where's Goldberg? Milne, you're next. Wilson's mom's best friend has never been identified. All right, and the quarterback does not appear to have confirmed the rumor. There's Milne right there. Oh, boy. These hoes ain't loyal. All right, it says right here, the rumor sparked a series of memes with one joking that Wilson did play for the Cougars. Shout out to the Cougs, as well as seemingly admiring posts from other gridiron stars. Zach Wilson is the GOAT, tweeted former wide receiver Chad Johnson using a uh, common acronym for the greatest of all time. Confirmed, replied DK Metcalf with a laughing emoji. And this is the wife who looks like she be drunk off the wine every night. All right, shout out to her. <laughs> All right, you got to get this. Hey, guys, you got to get this is a wife right here. This is an American wife. You got to get her lubricated before you go in because she'd be like this. Like, you know what I mean? Like you go to your wife. She looks like this first time. She don't got no wine in her system and you're going to reach for her. butt. you're going to be like, hey, baby, how you doing? She's going to be like, are you serious? I I, I had a chili dog for lunch. OK, <laughs> yeah, she's going to be like, are you serious? Mm -mm. She like I'm on my period. All right, so she didn't have so much Botox. I should stop dissing. Yeah, this is this is the mom. This is the mom. So we got to know what her friend looks like. You know, we talking about Provo, Utah, Sandy, Utah. All right. So here it is. Their guys are right now going nuts on the mom. They like, oh, that's a mom. They like this. Bruh, that would be. I Yeah, man, I done been there, done that, man. Look at the neck, man. Don't look at the face. <laughs> Don't look at the face. All right, she cute, but come on, man, y'all make it too big of a deal. But like, anyway, I've been I've been in Orange County in Utah too long. Anyway, because I know what's up under that damn. I need to stop. I need I know what's up under that sweatshirt. <laughs> Sunspots, you know what I mean? Saggy waggies, teacher arms. It ain't. It's not that good under that under that neck. It's not gonna be that good. The face is all right. They know how to put them needles in her eye in her eyebrows. They know how to put needles in her. Eye. Let me stop. She's a pretty woman. She don't deserve this slander. She does not deserve this slander. And by the way, man, without makeup is going to be a scary ass sight. I'm just letting you know. And but yeah, <laughs> okay. Why am I slandering her? This is just unfair. This is just absolutely unfair. Shout out to Zach Wilson's mom. You don't deserve this slander. You're a pretty woman. And if you need a training, fitness trainer, I'm here. I don't know why she getting all of this hype, though. Well, here it is right here. And let's just move on with the story. Here says, meanwhile, Wilson's mom, the influencer, Lisa, she doesn't deserve this slander. Because she did nothing in this situation. So I'll, I'll take a little bit of it back. I was just responding to the men. She posted an emotional, nearly 30-minute-long Instagram video on Sunday decrying the evils of social media and online predators and men like CGA. 
Instead of referring to her son's love life, however, she spoke of the pain of her daughter. She said, my daughter's going to turn on her and hating her. Wait, the daughter's going to turn on her and hating her because of Satan's working through social media. I full on thought that I had mastered parenting. I was like, I'm a freaking badass, she said, and I have a kid in the NFL, she said. And saying she was in denial of their lives online. She said, guys, you need to take back your title as parents. You're in charge of these beautiful babies and I've failed horribly. She says, speaking of a sneaky a-hole, speaking, she says, speak, wait, she said of a sneaky a-hole who messaged dark porn to her daughter. Okay, so this is what she's talking about. Uh, you know, she's she's lived in the bubble in Provo, Utah, so she, she don't know. Uh, so anyway, Zach Wilson, what do you guys think, man? Did Zach Wilson get a W for headed down to Cougar Town? Did he catch an L for losing his girl to his homie? Well, what are we thinking of Zach Wilson? Is he the goat for smashing on the smashing on them Utah Cougs? I don't know, man. I'm kind of caught in the between there. I think that's an L. Zach Wilson, he don't need to be smashing on Utah Cougars. You know, like how is that a, a feather in his cap? I mean, you know. Smashing your best friend mom too? This is probably what she looked like too. I am not mad that you teenagers don't find me hot. I understand that this is not the desirable body type in your age group. But in my age group, I'm decent. And in your dad's age group, I'm a fucking 10, baby. Hey, in your dad age group. All right, suffering succotash. All right, let's go on to the next story. All right. What about this story, man? Um, here's the story right here. Uh, what's going on with wine? Wine, man, y'all need to turn water into wine. Let me show you what's happening right now in America. Uh, we're having a very uh, dramatic problem here. It says um, nearly 10,000 gallons of wine done spilt out somewhere. And somewhere, the box wine aisles are going to be empty. Oh, man. The box wine... So somebody had somewhere, this looks like in the middle of somewhere outside of Chicago, you know, somewhere outside of Columbus, Ohio, and uh, they done spilt the wine, boy, ma, you know what I mean? I don't know what older women are going to do here. All right, they're going to have a problem because right now they don't feel the pain, but they're going to go to that box wine sec section and they're going to be like, Lord, have mercy. You. Why is there a shortage of box wine this week? I'm a little show. Single mothers, older women, cat moms, dog moms across America are right now, they scrambling and they shuffling. You automatically know they shuffling. They're going to be acting right or wrong because they can't mix nothing with they Xanax. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. How are wives in America going to have intercourse with their husband? Yeah, intercourse. Not sex. How are they going to have intercourse with their husbands without this amount of wine? You know, like Zach, mom's, Zach, wife, Zach Wilson's mom, you're going to have to give her three, four glasses of wine before she get loose. And that spirit hits her. So what are they going to do? So speaking of, there's a news anchor. All right, let's go ahead and show you her photo. <laughs> her name is Heather. Her name is Heather. What's her name? Heather Kovar. This is her. She looking like Josie's mom. She showed up to work. 
reading from her teleprompter, by the way. New, 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 new world order. Seemingly reading from her teleprompter. I couldn't tell. Josie's mom showed up. Hi, girl. I love Josie. <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love her. a question by the way before we get into the story real juicy is it that i'm more awake and aware that i see things for what they are new, 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 new world order. <laughs> or is it in fact the things are being revealed to me you know to reveal to everybody does everybody see the world the way i see it new 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 new, new world order <laughs> let's go back to the show uh this is how she showed up to work bro she looking like boy soggy Soggy. All right. Anybody? Zach, how close is she to Zach Wilson's mom? Let's see. Let's see her all cleaned up, by the way. This is her cleaned up. I uh, somewhat cleaned up. She do look like she didn't got that uh, 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 alcohol. By the way, if you ever want to mess with older white women, give them wine. All right. <laughs> you can lubricate them up. When they on wine, they remove all accountability. They remove all inhibitions. Wine is the, it's it's a layup. All you got to say is, I got some wine. You want some? It's a damn layup, right? The easiest layup you ever had. Older white women. We talking about 40 and up. I know somebody like, well, I don't want, you know, the guys, I don't want none. Just give them wine. Layups. And not only layups. She'll revert back to the 22-year-old version of herself, dorm room. You know, she then struggled. She'd been divorced already. She halfway broke. She got her job at Human Resources that she want to brag. You give them wine, it's over. They'll show up. You got something to, to loosen me up? Oh, do you want some? Do you want some, Do you want a cab? Do you want a nice Merlot? All right, you looking for some white? Do you want the trailer park white Zinfandel? Do you want a white Zinfandel? What do you want? She'd be like, give me that white Zinfandel. And turn the music on, bruh. You put on some 90s. You put on some 80s. She's an easy lover. She'll break your heart like you won't see it. She's like no other. And when you want it, you be on your knees. You put that, she's an easy lover. <laughs> You put some rosé, it's a wrap, bro. You're going to be like this here. She going to take her shoes off because at first she got them heels on her shoes like this. She got them heels on her on her feet, flicking her, her knee like this. And the, that shoe was on the edge of her foot. Them shoes going to come off. She going to start sweating and stuff going to start coming out. <laughs> Oh, man. Tears for fears. Man, you're going to go crazy. Put some banana rama on. Walk like an Egyptian. She's going to be like, oh, I remember this. You know what I mean? Walk like an Egyptian. It's a wrap. You put on some, take my breath away. Take my breath away. You put on some Debbie Gibson. You put on some culture club. Do you really want to hurt me? Do you really want to make me cry? <laughs> Done. It's a rapsky. You just you're gonna be like monkey double backflips. 
You know what I mean? She, her midsection gonna be raggedy. <laughs> Careless whispers. You put on some George Michael. <laughs> Kenny G. <laughs> oh my god, it's over. Oh, oh, Spandau Bella. You be like, ha 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 ha. I know this much is true. Ah ha 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 ha. Done. It's over. <laughs> All right, let me stop. <laughs> oh, not the Hall and Oats. Not the Hall and Oats. Somebody said Luther too. Oh, you know who you put on? This is this is a this is a little known secret. You know who you put on with white women, older white women? You know who you put on? I don't I didn't see anybody mention it, but there is one guy that is a sleeper. I didn't realize white women were on this dude like this. You know who you put on? You put on um what the hell? Oh, I done forgot his name. Oh, Lionel Richie. You put some Lionel Richie on, they lose it. Lose it. They got a fascination with Lionel Richie. Actually had a couple of clients that were suburban white women. They'd be like, I'm going to the Lionel Richie concert. I was like, Lionel Richie? <laughs> John Tesh. You put some Lionel Richie on? Hello. Is it me you're looking for? Where I'm wondering where you are and wondering what you do. Are you somewhere feeling lonely? How do I even know that? Somebody said Billy Ocean. It's a Rapsky, bro. Hey, if you ever, if you ever want to get your white woman game up, older white women, 80s, 90s music, and wine, Rapsky. <laughs> right, anyway. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, anyway. How do we get on this? It's supposed to be a short show today. Uh, where is it? Where is it here? Uh, there she is right there. Let's see her performance. Oh, wait a minute. Let's see her performance on the air. More than 50 million people across the country, Southeast, are under warnings for excessive heat. Uh-oh. That 105 degrees in Texas today. I just spoke with my mother. That's what she's dealing with. It's a major heat wave, and it is ex it's it's just hitting everywhere. We're so lucky. It's only 80 degrees here. We are really lucky. Oh, she sounds like in my age group. She gone, man. Lucky you're in the capital region. I mean, let me tell you about that. These areas are reaching such areas. I mean, it's Houston, Austin, San Antonio. I mean, they're not expected. It has happened. Yeah, I know this voice. I know this voice. Like she gone, man. She twisted. She two sheets to the wind. She gone. All right. Anybody can have their way. You don't need us telling you She's that it's lost. bad. It's like. Like, people are being told to, like, stay inside, drink a lot of water. And we are just lucky. This weekend right here is so amazing. Uh, uh, meteorologist Craig Adams is right here with you. Wait, meteorologist Craig Adams? Who? I'm sorry, Craig Adams. Why did I say that? Oh, she gone. Look at her. She gone. I know that look. Man, normally they hear a little bit more messy after they leave. You know what I mean? All that sloppy, you know, them teacher arms. She said the meteorologist was Greg Adams. What? Maybe y'all don't know. I know her. <laughs> you know, I'm not the meteorologist. I said I was. I be lying to him. I do say I'm a meteorologist. That's what I told her. 
right here we go of course clearly like here we're taking a live look over uh downtown Ooh, Albany. Gone. and of course just like me you're all just craig gold is working a double shift and so <laughs> look at them lips <laughs> she twisted she twisted bro look at our hair on this side all off right here all right them lips done got twisted her face red man she is gone bro she out <laughs> she wrecked yeah the scissor like how many she's about three and a half glasses in she's maybe touching four glasses so um, he's in, and we've been we've been tracking this, and you know we've been talking about just like what it's been like across the country and the different reasons. And <laughs> yeah, oh, no. that why it's so hot in other areas, and we're having really nice weather here. So let's get over. Oh man, her eyes are crossy, y'all. Cockeyed, you know that upper layer lit eyelid done drooped on her. You know that Botox done drooped on her. She gone. To uh, Craig Gold. Hey, yep. Craig. All right. Good evening, Heather. And yeah, the weather has. How did they let her get. <laughs> they get her hair. How did they let her get on the stage looking like that? What's her excuse? You know, she got an excuse. You know, her drama mean. You know what I mean? It says right here Heather Kovar, TV news anchor on CBS 6 in Albany, New York. Not Albany. Sparked a lot of concern over the weekend. After she was seen slurring her speech, calling the meteorologist by the wrong name, she called her by my name and acting erratic. Ladies are like, she's not acting erratic. Uh, they were quoting what she said here. Let's see if she has an excuse. She was eventually cut off from the hard to watch segment. Okay, they cut her ass off. Even though she had a rough go on Saturday's broadcast, she assured viewers via Twitter that she would return on Sunday morning, tweeting out, it's another marathon weekend. See you from 6 to 8 a.m., then 6 and 11. Um, and I'll be back Sunday morning from 7 to 9, then 6.30 to 11. So they put her ass in double work overtime right here. They put her ass in. So I could focus on my career. Lots of good live music over this weekend. We have info later in the show. So this is her the next day with the same dress on. Maybe this was after the show. I'm not really sure what was going on. However, she did not reappear Sunday morning. They was like, uh-uh, nope. So I could focus on my career. And was replaced by Emma Quinn, a younger. I guarantee you she's younger. Because this is what happens, you know, in 40s. This is, you know what I mean? This is when they want to lock in a, 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 a guy and, and marry the guy. What happened? Where they don't want to work no more. Go? And it's the, Oh, the station suspended her, according to the New York Post. They gave her the boot. While watching the video, it is easy to see she's either drunk or having a major medical problem, maybe a stroke. In either way, it's a difficult scene to watch. According to the Times Union of Albany, Kovar was recently returned uh, to the station from a leave where she was taking care of her father before his passing. And many wonder if she was having a difficult time dealing with such heartbreaking situation. Don't make me do it. Do not make me do it. I'm going to do it. Let's read that again. And yes, I'm cold. According to the Times Union of Albany, Kovar had recently returned to the station from leave where she was taking care of her father before his passing. And many wonder if she's having a difficult time dealing with such a heartbreaking situation. All right. I had to do it. What does that have to do 
with getting lit and showing up on the crew. And where was the, is there any protocols? How many people are in the station where they can be like, you look a little messed up. Saturday, I was scheduled to work early in the morning, 6 a.m. shift, and then the evening shift. I was sleep deprived and exhausted by the jerks. And she had no time. However, a producer says she was known to come in intoxicated. So who really knows? So a producer was like, nah, she an alcoholic. Again, this is my red flag stream. It says, seems like she has a combination of exhaustion and personal issues. I have so many issues in life. Guys, life's has supposed to have issues. By the way, man, people die every day, B. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I'm not saying it should be as easy. But um, people act like, oh, let me stop. I'm not praying on people's downfall. And it says right here, but either way, a wild scene at the local station. It says right here, she's been suspended. And um, she had a, it says right here, in addition to exhaustion in the toxic work environment, it appears alcohol did play a role. A producer says, um, it says right here, she was known to come in for weekend shifts intoxicated, but not this bad. So, of course, what was the other excuses, Heather? Heather, what was the other excuses as to why you be coming in intoxicated? All right, so, man, crazy story right there. Shout out to Josie's mom. Josie mom setting an example. Be careful with uh, winos. Do not get in relationship with these winos, for real. Because they will ruin you. These people will ruin you. They're nice and pleasant, but after they get three glasses of alcohol in their system, they turn crazy sometimes. And especially if you go up the ladder. You go up the ladder um, uh, age-wise, um, it gets crazy. What are we doing here? Shout out to... Let me see where we left off here. Rockaway Rob. SAU says, as you said, he says, as you said it, coach, once you come to the dark side and see, you can't unsee it. I'm on red alert forever. Yes, you got that go. When you go to the dark side, you can't come back from it. You start going, what in the world is going on here? Shout out to Jorge C. He says, I want to know how your junior college went this weekend. Maybe he'll update us. He says, evening coffee, CGA, dealing with leftover Jasmine Wright from tuition. Uh, he says, from tutoring sessions for college students over the weekend. Oh, my God. He says, LOL, old broads full of red flags. Shout out to all. My, he says, my friend, Alan Cypress. I turned him. I turned him into your channel, and he loves it now. Keep preaching CGA. All right. Appreciate you. Shout out to Alan Cypress. All right. But uh, uh, I talked to Jorge on the phone. We had a coaching session. and. Um, He's got his hands full. <laughs> I told Jorge, I was like, slow down when you get over there. Because when you get over there, you're not going to really understand what's going on. <laughs> you're going to be like, this can't be true. How many people right now watch me? And you'd be like, you, you'd be like, what CGA is saying is not true. Like you come to the, the like you're not on the members only content stream. You don't see it. There's still some women that come here. You can't get these young girls. These young girls don't want you. Some people still stuck on tricking, right? You don't realize Gen Z has monetized themselves. Like 60, 70% of them have monetized. So they're either doing the Instagram, the doo-doo Dubai. They're doing their little jobs. A lot of them don't have careers yet, right? Um, they're doing OnlyFans. They're, they're doing a mixture of, and they selling some peace leave on the side. Because look, just think of the how the economy's working. We're all tight. Pause. We're all tight financially. We're all like pinching pennies. 
But as men, we we don't have the idea to be like, well, maybe I'll go out on a date on, with the older guy. And, you know, <laughs> until you go over there, like you got to go plunk. You got to follow the steps that I tell you. Because we'll get the trick daddy in a minute. You go over there and then you find out that I'm not lying. Yes, sucking for a stack, the whole thing. It's real. And you find out and you go. And I have to tell you guys, when you go over there, slow down. (laughs) He old gray dudes, that's there's your move, y'all. Yeah, see, those are women who are mad. These women can't get relationships anymore because old gray dudes like myself are finding it just so easy to go over there, right over there to the junior college, bowl of jasmine rice. And these women come on here. Why don't men commit? What happened? You can call me all you want, but you know what you're going to call me? You're going to call me daddy when your daughter or your, your niece or your neighbor or when you see me walking down the street, you're going to be like, <laughs> you can call me what you want. But these people, man, they can't they can't get relationships like like that. I know that woman single in here trying to call me an old gray dude. Meanwhile, somebody that need textbooks tomorrow rubbing her hands all through my beard. Oh, I love older men. And I'd be like, I got money. <laughs> it's crazy. He says, I got junior college PTSD. All right, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to date y'all old, worn out, leftover, talking about your job, your job? Oh, I have a job. I want to tell you about my job and my career. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language. I need a man that can handle strong and independent women. I need a man that can be there for me. And perhaps if if we procreate, he can help raise the kids. You want me to take you single moms out there? Why don't you take, this is what they want. This is what they want. This is their wet dream. You know what I mean? They be like this right here. I respect any man who can heal a heart he didn't break and raise a child he didn't make. Yeah, man. I need a man that wants an equal partnership. You know, equal parts responsibility, equal parts around the house. Is that what you, is that what you want me to have? 35, 38. 40, 42, still single. I'm looking for a man who wants a commitment with the equal partner, someone who's a bad bitch and a boss babe. (laughs) And I all want that. I want someone that I can go out there and we can have equal parts, understanding about no gender roles. I don't want any gender roles. He can cook for me. How about you cook for me sometime? Is that what you want? Like, that's my other option. Raising somebody as nappy-headed ass kid. All right, you can come roll with me since I'm watching you since your mama's working late tonight. So I could focus on my career. Two dates in off Bumble. Where's this going? She give you one piece of his leave, just one. Where's this going? I don't have time to waste. I'm too old for games. <laughs> like what the hell? She done been smoked out, smoking me out, smoking out. Is that what you want me to do? Is that what you want me to settle for? See, what they say is you have to pay young women. No, I choose to because the other option is this. You're 40. I'm 40. We'll be make a good power couple. 
We'll make a good power couple. Just watch Davon Tavius for me a couple of days a week. And then my mama will watch Davon Tavius a couple of days a week. And then Latrell, Trayvon, Trayvonian, Travion. <laughs> oh my God, what? You're 32, I'm 32. I'm washed up. We'll make a great power couple. We'll get together and we'll be a power couple. Is that is that is that what you want? Is that what you want me to settle for? Because let me tell you something. That's all that's out here. Especially 32 and up. That's all that's out here. Not many people are like, oh, I'm just a good, righteous, virtuous woman waiting for a guy like you with a bald head and a gray beard. Get Tata and Alicia, Takisha, Lakeisha, Shakisha, Sharkisha, Tanisha. Okay, we won't even talk about them. How about uh, Cody, Tyler, Bennett? <laughs> Here's my little white Aryan kid. How about you bring your black ass over here and take some of this leftovers? You can take Bennett, Carson, all last names, by the way. These were all last names of people. Bennett, Carson, Tyler, Taylor. Why are you naming these kids all last names? These were the last names. Jordan, Tyson, what the heck? Mm. Suburban women. Dylan, these are you naming everybody Dylan. That's a that's a last name. They just basically was like, yeah, and they basically was like, let's go through the book. Oh, I can't come up with good names. Let's name all our kids in the suburbs last names. Mm. Cooper, Gunner, Hunter. These are last names, ma'am. <laughs> these are our first names. <laughs> oh my goodness. And watch everybody with a K. Kylie, Kaylee, <laughs> all, all the K names. That was like Kylie, Kenner, Ka Carson, Kaylee. I'm like, y'all literally be like, just, yeah, just right out of the same book. Right? Katie, Kate, Caitlin. It'd be like Kaylee, 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 Katie, Kate, Caitlin. What? <laughs> I literally used to do it. I used to, when I coached the high school team, I coached a high school basketball team. On that team, I literally had a Kate, a Katie, a Caitlin on the same team. And there was another one. It was like, it, it was like close to that. I was like, Kate, Kate, Katie, Katie, Kate, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how in the hell am I supposed to? Hey, Kristen, Krista, Christian, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I had a Kaylin too. I had a Kaylin. I had a Katie, a Kate, a Caitlin, a Kaylin. I was like, this is just too damn much. <laughs> All right. Anyway, man. Anyway, this is going to be a good show. Let me get to, uh, did I get all the PayPal's? Yes. Well, what, what about the over on Cash App? What we got here? Uh, shout out to Todd Cummings. He says, you're afraid of a little belly <laughs> deli. How, where's our likes? Okay, we're at 50%. Todd Cummings says, you're afraid of a little belly deli? A belly deli? Well, I can't handle all that belly. That's just a little bit. All right, James says, please sing the booty song. It has to be spontaneous, you know. 
it has to be spontaneous. Shout out to R. Kelly in the building. Oh my gosh. Bryant Horsley, thank you for the super chat. And then uh Darren Barnes, he says that was my local drunk Becky on the news. And it gets bad, boy. Oh, you give them some wine, they eyelash be hanging. You know how the eyelash, like what's going on with the eyelash? They put two eyelashes on. Like, I got a lazy eye. You know what I mean? People have lazy eyes. But then when you put that eyelash on and they get drunk and the one eyelash be like, and then you be like, are you <laughs> slurring words? The eyelash be. <laughs> All right, let me stop. Hey, ladies, y'all can make fun. Okay, if you're mad at me, this lady called me bald and old and gray. Come on, man. Yeah, with the Mr. Snuffleupagus. I came up with that, by the way, if you hear that anywhere else. What about the ones they take their eyelash off and leave it on your nightstand? She's looking at that thing like. <laughs> oh, man, eyelashes. I'm not dealing. I can't deal with them eyelashes. We need little eyelashes, just a little. The ones they be wearing with the flip up, I can't deal with them. I get it, though. Did I get all the cash apps? All right, let's get back on with the show. We doing good on timing. We doing real good. So they 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 diss me. They call me they call me names, but I can't. Uh, anyway, let's get to Trick Daddy. Trick Daddy. His name is Trick Daddy. Um, he's a rapper. Let's go ahead and get this. Is him right here. Uh, you might know him famously as I'm a Thug, all day every day. Baby, because I'm a thug. That's probably one of his biggest hits. Maybe Nan. Ho, you know Nan. That represent like me. That pay like me. Who would tell like me to you on Nan. What was his other big song? Shut up. Okay. What's up? He's got some good hits. Shut up. And then that nasty girl Trina will get on the mix. Hey, man. Um, That girl Trina... When Trina got on the mix, you was like, chick, you know, Nan. And then Trina would get on, and I would be like, oh. <laughs> Trina get on the song and start talking disgusting. It wasn't even rap. It was disgusting lyrics. I couldn't even, I would be like, this is some disgusting woman. It's like on that song, um, oh, Take It to the House. That's a, Yeah, that's another one. Take It to the House. The other chick, the other song, the Junior Mafia, F Chickens, Get Money. Well, your Biggie kills the first verse. Then Little Kim gets on the song. And it's absolutely disgusting. I'm like, <laughs> now I know how women feel listening to dudes talking about what they want get done to them. Speaking of, before we get the Trick Daddy, before we get the Trick Daddy, this is one of those shows, man. Did you see? Um, what's the dude's name? He has that song box. Uh-oh. Meet me in the coop in the box, standing on top. I just hit the box. And what's his name? Pour up the field. You're gonna get lazy. Roddy Rich. All right, I got him right here. Let me put him up. I, I can't. Meet me in the coop in the box, sitting on top. I just put the stick in the box. All right, here we go. Let me see here. There was a, a concert video of him. Here it is right here. Uh-oh, it's BBC, so they may not let me play it. Because BBC, pause. They give me problems. 
So here it is right here. Roddy Rich is somewhere in England. And I think BBC gonna be on this. Cause last time I last time I played something by BBC, they put me on the pause. They they actually shut my stream down. So here he is right here. He's in England, and all these white folks, they singing the song with the N-word and all that, and everybody's up in arms. And so they're singing his look at all these Kayleys out here. Look at all these Kayleys. And they're quoting the song back word for word. And all the people in the comments, the black people are like, oh, they can't say the N-word. Uh, let me bring it back. We'll get to this in hip, hip hop. We'll get to this. Hey, hip hop, uh, black folks. I don't know if you know, but whites, white people support hip hop. Like if it wasn't for white people, rappers would be broke. <laughs> Can y'all see this? If it, Because they buy, they're the ones that buy the music. They buy it on Apple Music, plunk. They be like one 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 twenty nine per song plunk. Oh, concert tickets plunk. They put it on their credit card. They're just sitting in the back. <laughs> this is our music. Nope, no, it's not. Not anymore. It ain't. <laughs> they've been supporting. They've been supporting hip hop since the Beastie Boys. Since the Beastie Boys, so we get into the conspiracy theory on that. Okay. Rick Rubin was like, let me put some on it. Let me get on these drums. Hey, bring these white rappers in, white rappers in. <laughs> right there. If you know, you know. And then they was like, let them scream on the microphone. And they was like, yeah, hey, ladies. And it was over. Rick Rubin hit the drums. They may run DMC. Walk this way. And it's been over ever since. It ain't been your music since they put Rick Rubin on the drums. So I'm just letting y'all know. Do not claim that hip hop is your music. No, you're a you're the you're the lead. What's the dude in the Southern Black bands? You're the uh, what's the dude in the band? The Battle of the Bands. The dude that get out there with the whistle and the big tall hat. Tweet, tweet, tweet. You that guy. You that's you. That's all you do. Just get up there. <laughs> It's not your music. It's been gone since 86. And then since 89, it's been gone. The drum major. <laughs> the drum major. Dude, the rappers, you're just the drum major. Everything else goes through, it trickles through white folks. White folks. If you know what I mean. New, 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 new world order. I can't really say what I want to say. But if you know the relationship and you can go back to Cadillac Records, if you know the relationship between you know who and and uh black folks and musicians it's never it hasn't been your music for a long time just look at just look at concerts go to any concert who be all up in the front row suburbans whites y'all be in the back if that the stream is gone new 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 world order just look at um just look at def jam records def jam records look at arista records connection is right there look at ruthless records look at jimmy Iveen, death row records I'm, I'm saying too much i'm saying way too much but if you know you know the people who are making the big big money and the big big decisions the distribute now it's changed because people could be somewhat independent now right and make their money but uh ever it's it hasn't been your music for a long time Um, same thing with um, MC Search and Nas. 
MC Search and Nas, he somewhat discovered them. Uh, Nas's earlier publicate publishing was under MC Search, who is, I, I, you know what I mean. I'm just saying what I'm saying. Yeah, Leo Corn, Def Jam, uh, Arista Records, Clive Davis. I mean, these people have been controlling the music music industry for a long time. Uh, Jerry Heller, NWA, uh, Jimmy Iovine, Death Row, or Interscope. So, um, yeah, third, it's it is what it is. It is what it is. So when you when you when you understand the real how the industry works and all that stuff, you can say it's yours, and then you can say you're mad. But but if you push out there like Roddy Rich, they're in the comment section. People of this Roddy Rich video. They're like, man, these the white folks shouldn't be able to say the N-word. Like, your whole song is filled with the N-word. What are they supposed to say? They bought the tickets. They paying your whole show fee. You making $350,000 for the show. They going to say the N-word tonight. <laughs> they going to get sniggly today. I can't play it because it's BBC. Last time I played a BBC video, they shut my stream down. Uh, here's another. Here it is right there. I mean, just take a look. I know this is the United Kingdom, but if this was America, it would be the same demographics in the in the stands. By the way, that flatback is out. The flatback is out. <laughs> so anyway, and and they be excited for you, but the reality is they support the music. They support the music uh, uh, financially and economic wise on both ends, on the sales and on the distribution. <laughs> she had that flat back all out uh getting back to trick daddy i just had to talk about that somebody had to put that woman uh yeah somebody wants to we could debate that by the way that that could be debatable but um it often goes um unsaid the top music executives stay rich and the hit making artists they'll be broke in five years not all of them, but a lot of people who had mad hits in the mid-90s don't got no money today. And these men, these rappers can leave the United States. They can leave the United States. And they'll go, remember, ASAP Rocky was in Sweden. Was he in Sweden when he got arrested? I can't remember where he was. They'll go all the way over there, and they have mad love from the Europeans. No matter what they go, they'll go over there, and they get mad love. They come back here and you think, no, nah, man, you're supposed to be rapping for our hood. They rapping for who's your daddy. They're rapping for those people. They're rapping for those people. They're no longer rapping for you. It's kind of like politicians. They're no longer working for the people. They're working for the people who, who, who make them money. He says it's not complicated. They spend way more uh, than they invest. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's that that's a great subject to debate. I love it because, you know, I know the natural response. No, that's ours. OK, I mean, yeah, it could be yours to an extent. But uh, what tends to happen is if it's really yours, you can push non ignorant music on the mainstream radio. Try that. Mm. Try to push that on. Try to get real hip hop, as they would say it. Get that on the mainstream. Go ahead. Since it's yours. Put it on the radio. I'll wait. <laughs> I bet you you don't get it on the radio. I bet the next thing you see is uh, some mumble rap. I bet the next thing you see is what they want you to listen to. They. <laughs> you know what I mean? Say something they don't like. They'll snatch your Reebok deal like Rick Ross. They snatched this stuff. They was like, oh, what? You said what? 
no, no, no. You can you can talk about selling drugs to them to your people, but you bet not ever come over here talking about X, Y, and Z. It happened to Michael Jackson too. Michael Jackson found out too. Um, in that song, they don't. What is the song called? They don't want us. They don't love us. They don't. They don't care about us. Michael Jackson tried to come out there and he was saying this and that. Then on that song, he said they don't care about us. He put one word in there and it was like. They was like, you can't say that. <laughs> and do not put it in the show. Do not put it in there. That's an immediate BBC pause. That is immediately going to get taken down. Whatever that word he said in that song, he said it and he was using it as, hey, he said all the other words that were deemed disrespectful. He said that word and it was like, we taking all your ish. Know who's the boss. Kick me something, 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 something. Go look back. Go look back. They was like, you can't say that. Look it up. Do your own research. Do not put it in there. Yep. Do your own research. <laughs> so understand who runs the industry. It's not the people who create the music. Matter of fact, it's not the people that even sing the songs. So you're the talent, but you don't run it. Just the talent doesn't run the industry. So anyway, when you're saying all of this stuff, just look at look at look at what results. Look at let's go. Let's talk about Trick Daddy. Let's, let's talk about Trick Daddy. But if anybody wants to debate me on this one, go ahead. Uh, here it is right here. Trick Daddy making headlines. It says Trick Daddy allows his estranged wife to date other men so they can remain married. Mm. Oh, by the way, there's another song that actually says that. Uh, um. Um, all about the Benjamins. If you actually download all about the Benjamins right now, they, they blank out one word in the entire song. <laughs> they blank out one word. And, um, I found out because I own the song, but then I have Apple music and it goes to my iPhone and they beeped out one word on the Jadakiss. Yep. So I'm telling you, bro. They was like, y'all can say what you want to say. You can call them N-words. You can say N-word. You can shoot up the hood. You can sell drugs. You can do whatever you want. But you better not say this. Mm. <laughs> y'all putting it in there. I'm just letting y'all know. So whose music is it? You say this. And now the other word is the other word. There's another word that you can't say. You say that, you done. They taking it right out. So whose music is it? Please debate me on this one. They was like, y'all can say the N-word to you blue in the face. You say this one word, it's getting bleeped out, and you're lucky to have a career after that. Mm. <laughs> so whose music is it? Debate me. So anyway, see if they going to get me after this. Oh, uh, anyway, I'm just saying what it is. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. What I'm saying is just recognize, just recognize what it is. So if you're mad that white folks saying the N-word, how, how much have you been able to control that? Zero. Mm. <laughs> Zip. 
you can guilt them that you have no power to control them. They singing the songs, they buying the tickets, they buying the iTunes, they streaming, they streaming, they streaming the music, they're paying the tickets in the front row. They can say the N-word all they want. And you ain't never going to stop them. I'm not saying they should say it. I'm saying you ain't got no power to stop them. But say a word that they don't want you to say in your lyrics. They're going to blank it out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to say, did you say what? Oh, no. We taking all of your sponsorship. Um, we taking all of your sponsorship. We taking everything. Do not say it again. You were warned. Anyway, and I'm not saying, I'm just telling you what it is. I'm not saying I agree or disagree on both sides. So uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, where are we at? Trick Daddy. How long is this show going today? If I see you tomorrow, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> new, 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 new world order. Uh, let's see here. Trick Daddy, right here. He he allows, he allows, and they have it in quotation marks here. Where is the show? Oh, hold on for a second. Trick Daddy allows his estranged wife to date other men so they can remain married. <laughs> so I say goodbye, coach. Oh, man. It's been nice knowing you. It says rapper Trick Daddy is uh, once again making headlines for his unique approach to love, SEX, and marriage. The Love and Hip Hop Miami star recently shared that he allows his estranged wife, Joy Young, I don't think that's a picture of her here, uh, to date other men and that he refers to her lovers as his boyfriends in law. So this kind of tells you, I think this love and hip hop, I'm not sure what it is, but it seems like this is a, another chance for them to kind of extend their careers. So sometimes I'm noticing a pattern that they do something outlandish like this. And uh, reality shows tend to be scripted somewhat. So I can't really tell if they're doing this for views or trolling or whatever it is. But um, he seems to have a philosophy around this. He says, the only way I'll ever get divorced is if my girl wants to marry her. Wait, if my girl, oh, sorry. If my girl wants me to marry her. Wait, the only way I'll ever get divorced is if my girl wants me to marry her. Trick said on The Breakfast Club to everyone's confusion. Stating his view on marriage, the rapper said, in my mind, I'm like a Duke point guard, one and done, that's it. When Angela Yee brought up that young, allegedly wants a divorce from Trick, the Nan rapper explained that things weren't that simple. That's why, and this is quote, that's why she says, wait, that's, sorry. My bad. That's what she says, but she uses my name, he said. If she wants a divorce, she needs to stop using my name, Trick said with a shrug. A shrug, hey. Mm. This is kind of, I, I get what he's saying. He's just not eloquent speaking here. And then he says, then she going around messing with all these dudes trying to find me, and I'm right here. They'll never be me, he continues. Okay, after ye highlighted after ye highlighted that the couple have been separated for a while, Trick confirmed that he's okay with him and Young having their own separate romantic relationships while remaining married. And he says she's going to hell with me. Woo! Going announcement. 
has been paid for by the New World Order. There's an ad on the side. I don't know what's going on. She's going to hell with me, he says. Trick said about his union with Young because that's adultery. I allow her to date, the rapper explained, but now I need to start evaluating these dudes who she's messing with because they are my boyfriends and husband-in-laws. And we need to get along. And they need to take care of my wife. They need to do what they need to do. Oh, boy, I haven't read this much confusion. I haven't seen this much confusion in quite a bit. Oh, there's audio. Let's see what this is. And I was wondering about your feelings about divorce in general. Is that something that you feel I'm like probably, you would have stayed I'm, married? I'm probably, I'm probably, the only way I get divorced, if, if my girl want me to marry her. <laughs> what? Okay. What do you mean, Trick? I, I'm so I mean, confused. I'm like a, in my mind right now, I'm like a dude point guard. One. I knew this was going to sound interesting. Is he from Miami? He definitely from Miami. One and done. One marriage and done. One marriage and done. That's it. Well, what so about if she wants a divorce? She does, right? That's what she say, but she used my name. If she wanted a divorce, she didn't stop using my name. Then she going around messing with all these these dudes trying to find me. I'm right here. You, you, they, they, they'll never be me. You can't melt them and pull them on me. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Is this his handler next to him? What is going? Ha has somebody says fair use. Oh, man. He down bad. He definitely down bad. This, this is not a good look trick. But it doesn't feel like, <laughs> to me, it doesn't feel like you, because you guys have been separated for a while. So yeah. you, you do you, she does her thing, right? right? And, and leave it like that. So you just want to just stay married? She going to hell with me. for That's adultery. God damn trick. <laughs> that's adultery. I don't understand Lord it. mercy. Well, I, I know. I, I, but I, I allow her to date. Okay. But now... I, I need to start evaluating these dudes who you mess with because these is my boyfriends and husbands in law. This yeah, I, I don't have any con. I don't know what. I, I don't know because he's too far gone to even make. I just don't want younger men. <laughs> I don't want younger men to follow this. So, but I really don't know what to say. I, I'm I'm really thoroughly confused as to what his thinking is on this one. Let's repeat what he said here. I'm I'm his your boyfriend. <laughs> I'm his husband in law. I got a boyfriend in law. That's not crazy. Boyfriend in law. That's not crazy. Because I I know I but I I allow her to date. Okay. But now. I, I need to start evaluating these dudes who you mess with because these is my boyfriends and husbands in law. I'm, I'm his husband. Your boyfriend, <laughs> I'm his husband in law. I got a boyfriend in law. Boyfriend in law. That's because, crazy. Because... I don't want to uh, say this. I, I was going to say this, but Trick could probably do me like that one girl that got sued by Cardi B because I was going to say something, but some things take a toll on you mentally if it goes unchecked. Allegedly. This is all alleged. I'm not saying that it happens, but uh, if it goes unchecked, it starts to wear on you mentally. Um, just see 
uh, Al Capone. Al Capone. Al Capone. Just see Al Capone and you know what I'm talking about. So uh, it's important that you do get get checked. And it sounds like it's just... that's my wife boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's my boyfriend in law. And I'm his girlfriend <laughs> husband. So I'm his husband in law. I don't I don't know what I'm trying to follow what he's talking about here. Oh, he has lupus. Does he have lupus? Uh yeah, it's it this is rough. I, I really don't know what he's talking about here. There's just too much. <laughs> we go, we go, we need to, we need to get along. You need to, res- and you need to take care of my wife. They need to do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. That's just like I was. That's a, that's just like I'm, I'm messing with a married woman. Mm-hmm. Now, why would you do that? Trey? I would do because they do that. They did it to me too. But listen, mm-hmm. I would do. Listen, I'm messing with a married woman. Mm-hmm. I do anything in my power so it don't hurt her husband or it don't get back to her husband. That's my duty. Okay, mm-hmm. so if he, what he you, what confronted you, fuck you. Us off? what you doing? No, but what I'm saying, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. I, I'm not be calling her phone all time of right. nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna try to fight her. And well, he, he don't a- know what her. Asked you would deni- if he asked her, you would deny it. Yes. <laughs> no, what he'll do is if she do something wrong, he'll call and say, "Man, we got to get her right. We got to get her right." Because bro, <laughs> oh I'm God. finding out it's somebody else involved. It ain't finna be three of us though. <laughs> <laughs> she cheating on us. She's cheating on us. Okay, you know, uh, here we go. I, I I don't know what to say on this one. I don't have any commentary. It's not something that I would do, but there's somebody for everything. There's somebody for everything. I guess, you know, at some point when you're doing dirt, you try to put rules to establish it, and I think the, the article tried to say that he has rules and guidelines for this. Um, I can't even read it because I, it would be unfair to, for me to even try to make sense of it. He says, but listen, if I'm messing with a married woman, I would do anything in my power so I didn't hurt the husband or it don't get back to. I don't know, man. Yeah, do you guys take him seriously? This is the part right here. Uh, do you guys take him seriously? That's what I'm going to ask there. All right. Let me do some contributions. And then we do have one more. We do have one more point, man. I don't even know. What what do you even call this? This is not even swinging. This is um um, this is how people get hurt. <laughs> this is, I would not do, I would not do it quite like this. I I'm not saying I'm not a heathen out here. Shout out to Eternal Hopes says Uncle Greg in the building. Shout out to you, brother. Thank you, brothers. I got money. Appreciate you. Who else is in here? Delta Fox says, I got a 160K and 190K job offer. I'm going to mail them to my ex. Oh, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, do you have babies with this woman? Do not reveal your salary. <laughs> do not reveal your salary. But if it's just an ex-girlfriend, you can tell her what she missed. And uh, what you'll find out is that she's going to act like she don't care. All right, but sex, success is the best revenge. And sex is the best revenge. Uh, success is the best revenge. Okay, be careful out there, though. If you have kids, do not reveal your income with the baby mama. She will put your ass and drag you to child support. So I'm hoping that's not what you did. All right. But uh, anyway, congratulations on that money. I got money. KT King, when you see the ice cream truck outside of your home at midnight, something is up. He says time to slide. He says time for the slide to go back, get the jammy and stand by. Um, yeah, uh, where I live, it would be very suspicious for something like that. <laughs> Just letting you know. 
I find I always find places where it's going to be hard to find me. And if something happens, they're going to be like, that was intentional. And the camera's going to be running. All right. Shout out to. Anyway, Ricky V says, sub CGA, good point about who runs hip hop. It is the biggest open secret in the music game. Ice cubes, no Vaseline touches the topic. Hit the new, 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 new world order. When you understand, you understand. Um, And, and then adding on to the hip hop. Uh, in order for men to get on, they have to go a certain way. Like um, people tried to reveal this in the late 80s about these new artists, the real hip hop and uh, the guys that were like the public enemy and the ex clans and the, the mostly the East Coast rappers was like, these guys aren't real. Don't trust them. And they're making them put on this clown suit in order to sell records. It's not really what's happening. And even the guys that were pushing this type of uh, music, they were saying, well, I didn't do this. Right. I'm just reporting. I'm just like CNN. I'm reporting from the what the people are doing in the neighborhoods. Now, that's somewhat changes as well, because if you look at, you know, what they say, drill rappers and and uh, the, like the young thugs and the gunners, they end up taking on the persona of the criminal element more than the business element. Right. It's it was weird. And not only that, uh, potentially hip hop music has been worse than the crack epidemic itself. It has been worse than possibly Jim Crowism itself. I mean, never worry about the Proud Boys. Worry about the people peddling, peddling this type of music. I mean, they'll they'll have sixty people deleted in the weekend. Proud Boys will never have to show up. Yeah, KRS One was talking about this, and um, they've been saying this for a long time. But um, this hip hop. By the way, I love hip hop. You know. Um, but uh, the hip hop genre has changed men in the community. It's changed the community. It's changed the community, no doubt. You know, people didn't weren't a gang affiliate as gang affiliated until hip hop came around and it was glamorized. And I think when women started saying, "I want a thug, I want a roughneck, I want a soldier," so the women started adopting to hey i like that type of guy i like that element when women are, try to avoid that element for for a long time in the 80s and then mo- the majority of not the straggle daggles but the majority of educated women started saying i want tupac with a degree that changed everything bro that changed everything because the normal stock factory issued good woman church going woman god fearing woman degree Focused on her career, woman wanted Tupac with a thug. I mean, Tupac with a degree. It was over. Relationships have been, let me go to another point. Relationships have been a disaster since the onset of hip hop music in the community. Boy, if you really want to go into this, relationships have gone down the tube. You can blame men or women on this, and they're certainly both to blame. Relationships have gone down the tube the 40 years that hip-hop has been what it is. Down the drain. Single motherhood, uh, single motherhood increased. Thoughtism increased. Uh, dudes that are fornicating with hundreds, you know, uh, getting their sexual education from hip-hop. Terminations of, of kid, kids down. The, the community has been affected and infested for a long time. Crack epidemic don't even come close. Look at the murder sprees that are happening in the cities that we all claim are the good cities. 
Oh, man, if you ain't from Baltimore, Detroit, let's pull up the 15 cities <laughs> for a second. Let me see here. How much time do I have? We got about half an hour. Uh, how to sell. Watch this. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of prove this. I would love for somebody to debate me in this one. This would be something that I'd be willing to debate. Um, and, and again, I just want to tell you, I might be shuffling, but I love hip hop and all of this stuff. Um, I love the rappers and the personas, but let, let's put this in right here. Let's put this right here. Just put this list up. I guarantee you, you can name 50 rappers or at least 10 from these cities. And then say what the common element of the city is. I mean, this production was made in 1954 and they were saying the the increase of people moving in from of 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 people from the let me see let's go ahead and play it. they are moving into more populated areas to the cities where there are more stores more communities here they find occupations with more prestige and security jobs that pay more money as a result negro families today often make up the largest part of central city consumer prospects a shoe store in Chicago's Loop, for example, reports that more than 50% of its customers are Negroes. In another case, a drugstore located at a transfer point in a non-Negro neighborhood finds that its Negro customers total 25%. The trend is plain. The new Negro families today are moving into more populated areas. All right. To the cities, where there are more stores, more buying opportunities. Since 1940, in San Francisco alone, the Negro market has increased by 89%. In Chicago, by 81%. Houston, Texas, 45%. Philadelphia, 50%. The impact of this new buying force is so tremendous that actually in 14 major United States markets, a product cannot be number one without Negro support. Okay, so take a look at the list here. Uh, so the baby boomers, a lot of these people, the, the lost generation, they were the ones helping migrate to these cities. Now look at the cities on the list. You can't tell me you cannot name rappers from these cities. I mean, the only one potentially might be Birmingham. But these are all the popular rap cities. And eventually, not even 25 years after this was produced, these cities were in full-on decay. 25 years. Okay. Like, by the time you got to 1980, these cities were done. And then, as a result, you had the Iran-Contra affair going into the crack epidemic, going into hip-hop. These cities, uh, Philly, Benny Siegel, Benny Mac, Meek Mill, Chicago, uh, anybody, <laughs> anybody, all the way from Common. I'm trying to name Common, uh, Chief Keith, New York, everybody, Washington, D.C. What rappers are from Washington? I don't know. Uh, is Rich Boy from Birmingham? Just bought a Cadillac. Uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. Tupac. Detroit. Uh, Detroit. Eminem. And everybody, uh, what's the dude's name? My name is Kid. New Orleans, all the uh, hot boys and everybody down in New Orleans. Memphis, Young Dolph, 
uh, Birmingham. I don't know if a uh, rich boy. Oh, Wale is from Wale is from DC. Uh, St. Louis, Nelly, and all of those guys. Uh, Atlanta. Enough said. Everybody from um, Goody Mob all the way down to you know so so deaf, and then all of the future. I'm always naming people from my generation. Houston. Enough said. Rap a lot. Cleveland, Bone Thugs, Los Angeles, everybody. Right? Oh, Slim Thugger uh, from down in Houston and all that. Yeah. Uh, what's the dude's name? The white dude, Paul Wall. Outcast, everybody from the Dungeon family in Atlanta. Right? So T.I. T.I. was Atlanta. So here you go right here. It's it's kind of it's kind of said here. But then you take 25 years from the 1980s. 25 years from the 1980s, you land in 2005. So it don't take long, guys. It, it, it didn't take long to go from this where it was optimism about moving to these cities to full on decay to full on present day. And where can you say what was the contributor? Hip hop didn't help. But it did make some dudes rich, and it did move our ass, and it did give us beats. Um, I think it's absolutely tremendous what these rappers were able to do because, unfortunately, a lot of these guys didn't have music programs anymore. They took away the drums. They took away the music programs. And some of these guys became very innovative in making mixers and taking turntables and mixing them and, and dropping off samples and taking uh, bass lines. And they made it what it was. Unfortunately, they never... The one thing these community people don't do, and I think YouTubers are going to feel this later on, the one thing that we don't do as a people is we don't take our brands and we don't legitimize it as a business because we're not thinking business-minded, we're thinking talent-minded. So you'll eventually hear, oh, they stole our music and they stole it. So you'll look up and there'll be a white DJ, take our DJ in classing, and he'll, he'll have a whole school, uh, and he'll be a white suburban guy, corny as hell, and he'll have a DJ school. <laughs> You're like, a DJ school? Like, what do you know? And then you'll be like, that's our music. You took our idea. And they'll tweak it just enough to make it their idea. Or they'll capitalize, they'll copyright it, they'll innovate it, they'll, they'll, uh, they'll market it, they'll cop, they'll, they'll, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Somebody said that's what's happening on that. So they'll take the element of what the creation was because the creation came from people trying to alter what's available to these young men. They gave them nothing and they turned nothing into something. But then the business end of it, the people came in. It was like, oh, that sounds good. Uh, let's make a movie about breaking, break dancing. That's good. Let's make a movie about graffiti. Let's make a movie about the hip hop culture. Let's make a movie about this. And then all of a sudden, these people are on the billionaire list. And you ain't. <laughs> you sitting back talking about you on Vlad TV doing interviews. Yeah, man, I used to be the thing in 1990. Yeah, they patent it. And then you end up with nothing claiming that it's yours. I don't think so. It's it's just the sad reality of it. And many of these guys that uh, just watch the movie Cadillac Records. I'm going in today. Watch the movie Cadillac Records. Those guys, Muddy Waters, they gave them the heroin. They gave them the drugs. They gave them the Cadillacs. 
They bought every Cadillac Muddy Waters needed. You want a Cadillac? Buy some more Cadillacs. You want some drugs? Get some more drugs. They gave R. Kelly the girls. You want some teenagers? Here's some teenagers. They gave the drugs. You want some scissor? Here's some scissors. You want some guns? Here's some guns. And then small-minded people say, that's all I need. You want a nice car? Here's the Porsche. You want a Porsche. Here's the Lambo. You want a Lambo. Here's the Bugatti. You can rent the Bugatti for the video. You want some big booty broads? We're going to line up all the big booty broads. And guess what happened? Boom. While you was looking that way, they was out there with the masters. They were out there pushing it out, what they wanted to push out, squashing what they didn't want to be put out. And here we are. Thinking that it's ours and it's not. Uh, but I'm just saying this is the awareness that you have to have. And a lot of times when you're the, the the talent, you don't realize this. You don't go in realizing this, and you think you're the one who is going to capitalize on it, but they're capitalizing on you. Uh, anyway, get the big booty hoes, get the girls. I mean, R. Kelly, they looked the other way. And then when it was time for the defend R. Kelly, they wasn't there. Or they was pointing the finger. Yep, we saw him. We saw him. They cop. They they gave him the drugs. I mean, they gave him the girls. <laughs> Somebody says Wayne should invest on me right now. Oh yeah, a lot of these guys should be millionaires. Like the only one that's a billionaire is Dre, and I think Jay Z is approaching billionaire status. Jay Z is approaching billionaire status, and um. I don't know if you guys know, Jay-Z didn't make his billions selling records. Neither did Dre. They didn't become billionaires making songs. Now, that was the thing that allowed them to be the persona, persona but they didn't, get, they didn't get most of their money by selling records. Jay-Z did jump up as a billionaire, right? So Jay, Jay-Z did. I think he did get on the list. Um, they said um, Kanye is and, and whatnot. Okay, so... Kanye's a billionaire, but they didn't become billionaires selling records. Their their billions came from, I think, Jay-Z had a clothing line and uh, alcohol. Most of it is alcohol. So that's the business you want to get in, by the way. <laughs> that's the business you want to get in. If you want to get in any business, get on that side, but it's a little touchy over there. I think the most of the guys, and then Dre, obviously, with the um, the headphones. That I have on my head right now. And then I think Kanye with clothing line. So yeah, they, they made money doing the records and they were allowed to keep their brand going and identification with the records. But most of it is. Biddy's, Diddy's a billionaire. So let me shout out to all the billionaire hip hop people, man. It's great. It's great. Uh, Where are we at? What were we going to talk about? We ain't going to talk about that today. I'll be lucky to be. No, just play Somebody says, Snow, he got to be a millionaire. Actually, I don't think he is. Dre is not a billionaire either. Yeah, I think they initially named him a billionaire, but then it, when it came down to it, it was just short. And I think, oh, by the way, uh, the reason why Dre got shorted his money was because Tyrese, what's his name, Tyrese? Tyrese, big mouth. Tyrese, um, before the ink was dry, before they even signed the contract on the billion-dollar deal that was Beats Headphones to Apple, Tyrese put out an Instagram post bragging about it. 
and then they readjusted the nego they renegotiated the number. So that was the original one. I don't know if you guys know that. And I'll put up a I'll put up a uh I'll put up a um I'll put up a reference, Tyrese. Um, Dr. Dre. Apple deal. Here it is right here. So that's this would have made him a millionaire. <laughs> this would have, I'm sorry, this would have made Dre a billionaire. And I didn't make it up. It says right here, Dr. Dre, this is before the divorce. Dr. Dre lost 200 million for leaking Beats Apple deal to Tyrese. And Diddy screams at Jimmy Iovine. So um, this is all industry information and gossip. But there's an actual video. <laughs> there's an actual video that proves what they were saying here. And this would be the video, fair use. Hold on, man. Hold on. It's not often do you get to listen to Beats with Mr. Beats himself. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, shit. I like that. That mix is crap. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, I like what you're doing, man. Oh, what you're doing, man. Hold on. So some people you can't tell. A whole nother. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. The homie, the homie is drunk off a of Heineken. <laughs> so some people, when you drinking, you can't tell them nothing, man. <laughs> the homie drunk off all right <laughs> get to talking huh fix your face fix your face oh shit the forbes list just changed they need hey it came out like two weeks ago they need to update the forbes list shit just changed in a big way oh my that so Dr. Dre didn't help himself out either. Right here from the motherfucking West Coast. Believe me. Oh, oh, shit. Fuck y'all niggas talking about. Nigga, what? What y'all niggas talking about? Yeah, this is bad look. Hey, um, in this situation here, what you have to understand is billionaires, he said, billionaires are very quiet about their money. There's a great clip about a billionaire. He says, I don't want nobody to know anything that I want. Billionaires are quiet. Millionaires are loud. <laughs> millionaires want to be billionaires, and millionaires tend to be very loud, especially if you have one million or two million. You tend to be able to afford what you want, and millionaires want to be recognized. Billionaires move in silence. Jay-Z really don't talk that much. Jay-Z like, I don't want nobody to know my name. Don't know where I live. I don't want to know. No, yeah, billionaire. And so, but but this is what happens. You know, we got to learn from these situations. We got to learn from these situations, man. Wow. All right. Yeah, they live in the woods. You don't even like, uh, you know, I, I guess I would say name billionaires. You would be able to name the most popular billionaires. But if you looked at a list of billionaires, you wouldn't recognize any of the names. <laughs> Let me see here. You wouldn't recognize you. You wouldn't, re especially most of them live in China. You wouldn't even recognize the names, other than the top guys like the Bill Gates, the Elon Musk, and the Jeff Bezos. Right? Those guys you would recognize. Once you get down the list of the last forty 
or you wouldn't be you would be like who are these people uh let me see here some of these people you would know uh you know maybe some of these people you wouldn't know let me see here i'm gonna pop it up unless you were really understanding of who who's who this is a billionaire's list of um is this the oh the richest people in the world the richest people in the world. So number 11, number 10, do you know this name? Mukesh Ambani. I shouldn't even name these people. Um, He's the number 10. Gowatam Adami. You wouldn't even know who that is uh, unless you really were clued in. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Especially the people in China, you wouldn't know. Uh, there's another here, a Canadian. You wouldn't even know these. You wouldn't even, okay, maybe you know the name. You wouldn't even recognize them. You would be like, who is that? Like, if they were in your face and they were standing next to you, you might not even know they're a billionaire. Like, look at these people on the list. 28. The 28th richest person in the world. Dieter Schwartz. You wouldn't even know these people. Robin Zang. There's Mackenzie Scott Bezos. <laughs> she number 30 in the world. Look at these people, man. You wouldn't know these people. I bet you if you pulled up a list of millionaires, you would know them. Some of these people, man, they move in silence and violence. Take it from your highness. Yep. You know, I don't know any of these people. And nor would I be able to recognize a picture of them. You wouldn't know these people. So billionaires move quiet. You don't be on the internet. They probably don't never be on Instagram. No social media. Shh. Quiet, quiet, quiet. All right. Uh, I don't see Oprah's name on there. Ray Dalio, that name sounds familiar. He's on the number 71. I'm just looking. Rupert Murdoch is on 76. That's two, three divorces on his side. Yeah, man, so this billionaire list, you don't even know. <laughs> you don't have a clue who these people are. So take, it, take that as a bit of advice. Uh, when you start earning your way up to the top, find a number, and then when you get to that number, be quiet and just stack on top of that money. And try not to buy extravagant, extravagant things. You know what I mean? Like my Porsche was the one. But I was talking to my son today. And I was like. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what I would get beyond that. I, I really don't know. Because I don't have that need for that. I would just start moving quietly. As quiet as I can. You know. New, 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 new Senior Oral says, did PayPal block you too? It's only a matter of time. I'm sure. Um, it's only a matter of time. Who knows, man? All right, Kaylin Ferguson. Oh, no, 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 no. I got a whole bunch of PayPals to do. Kaylin Ferguson said, Trick Daddy, Trick Daddy is number two on the list for 2022, simple of the year. Still well behind Will Smith. Rapper Kevin Gates is number three on the list after he took back his wife after she cheated. I never didn't talk about that story, but apparently what I believe happened was he she cheated with her female personal trainer, if that's the one. Man, rap music. They thought you guys were, they thought you got, you got, you thought these guys were the tough guys. And I often keep telling you guys, don't follow the, the loudest, most braggadocious people in the hood. Royal Scott, maybe Trick Daddy doesn't want her to testify against him. And she knows where the bodies are buried. He says, was buried in the grass. Hashtag get that bench. Get the bench. So that's true too. 
Um, this is why he says she can't divorce me. <laughs> she can't divorce me because if she does, she does know where the bodies are buried. So um, that too, that's a big point. Thank you for Royal Scott in the building. I think he's from Scotland. A.D. Austin, I believe I can say your name. Trick was the same ninja from Miami trying to get that one young girl in the car. I don't know anything about that. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, if I get that Spotify deal, <laughs> y'all, I'm going into hiding in a bunker. SAU coach with this trick daddy cuckold thing. He says, do you think men can be so exhausted from life, so stressed out that he doesn't even care about anything anymore? Like the energy from everything becomes low. I often been saying that we have too much as human beings. I mean, there's an argument that could be made for that. So he's already seen it all. He's lived He's lived 50 people's lives. So he's somehow out of touch, right? And um, this is where it's important to have good people around you because when you lose touch, they're supposed to be able to balance you out. So we've had too much. I mean, I don't think, I don't think personally, I know I want to be ambitious, but I don't think people were supposed to have billions of dollars. I don't think people were supposed to have five cars and eight cars. And I don't think people were supposed to have this much. I think we've, it's like uh, what ends up happening is these people end up saying, well, these things mean nothing to me, which is tragic. And it's somewhat a slap in the face to regular people because I would like to have one of your 50 cars, but I'm riding a bus and I'm struggling. And you're over here saying, this means nothing to me. Think about it. <laughs> I think what happens is you lose touch of reality and it's easy to do. You can make six figures. You can make a million dollars. You lose touch of reality and you lose touch of what the, the lower peons are doing. And then end up going, what, what it's, it's a tough conversation to have. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of on both sides of that one. I'm on the fence on that one, but I think sometimes we can get greedy and we think, um, You end up seeing people fight over a billion dollar check. Oh, well, I, I thought I need extra couple of million dollars. You know what I mean? The woman who had the divorce settlement, nearly a billion dollars, she rejected it. You know, you get stuff like that. And then you go, what do you live for? You know, we have way too much stimulation. I actually think we have way too much information. We have way too much stimulation. And it's forcing us to lower our vibration and do less. I think that's just an opinion of mine. And we're too much now watching people do as opposed to doing. And even the most basic task seems difficult. <laughs> like You know what I mean? You're like, okay, all you have to do is, especially when they told y'all to stay home from work and y'all didn't do it. And now you had to ramp back up after 18 months of not working. Guess what most people can do? Even just getting a job is difficult for most people to do. They can't do it. Um, yeah, man, Kami CGA. Yeah, I think there's actually studies that say people um, actually par they're paralyzed by fear and choice by having too many choices. And they said sometimes in some countries that were a little bit more stringent and they said, OK, you can choose between a red car and, and a blue car. Those people were happy and satisfied. OK, I got red or blue. Now we have thousands of different selections and 
even when you get a car, you need get a Nissan Altima. You're happy, but you're not really satisfied. Okay, now that I got the Nissan Altima, I'm going to get the. Analysis by paralysis. Yeah, you're stuck. You go down and you go down. I'm going to go get some washing detergent. You go to the aisle. You're like, oh, snap. Do I want liquid? Do I want the little pellets? Do I want. Like what? Do I want mountain breeze? Do I want cool breeze? Mountain spring? Do I want tide? Do I want game? <laughs> you're going to buy toothpaste. You're like, oh, shit. Tartar control. Teeth sensodyne. Sensodization teeth. Cavity control. Like, can you put it all in one? Put it all in one. <laughs> like, like, damn, I got crest and I got all of these. That you can't even... I need to get you a bar of soap. You go down there, you're like, oh boy, do I get the testosterone laden soap, the estrogen laden soap? Do I get ivory spring? Do I get the dry spring? Do I get lever 2000? Mm. Yeah, to get the teeth whitening, you're, you're stuck. And you're just going to the grocery store. Back in the day, it was like brand X and brand Y. <laughs> so just going to the grocery store, you just say, just analysis by paralysis. Austin, A.D. Austin, people really think that the music is life instructions. That's so silly. You have to be really unconscious to think the lyrics are instructions. We know better these days. I actually agree. I use hip hop as a source of entertainment and, and a source of motivation, but I rarely ever go. This is, you know what I mean? Like these guys are telling me to follow this path because if they follow that path, they'd be in jail. But I think we do get the playbook. Unfortunately, and these people are are promoted to tell this playbook. Anybody listen to Dipset? I love Dipset. I love Dipset. But if you listen to their music, you'd be like, that sounds kind of <laughs> unrealistic. You know what I mean? It seems like they kind of took the 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 it's funny to me. It's funny. I thought I thought their whole scheme was funny. You know what I mean? I thought it was cool. I was like, ah, oh, the dipset, the diplomats. But then when you kind of got into it, it would sound like it was wrestling. You know what I mean? It sounded like they was just doing like cutting. They was cutting promos on their other rappers. <laughs> it's kind of weird. You know what I mean? But I loved it. Like you just could not see them doing what they were talking about. Like I couldn't see it. I was like, it sounds nice, but I don't see y'all doing this. <laughs> but then later on, if you see follow some of those guys, they kind of had trouble with women and relationships. And you're like, these were the guys talking about, I'm from the West side of Chicago, looking for a bus down to make me put my two arms up, touch down. So it's kind of a weird thing. Oh, he got caught in the airport with a gun. Dip set, dip, dip set or the locks. Who won? I was like, I, I was more, I actually was hoping dip set would have won, but I don't think they won. Shout out to Ricky V. One more point, CGA before, Rap music, black exploitation movies glorified BS. The same a-holes who run the music industry run Holly Weird. Um, so the black exploitation actually gave you some of your uncles their identity. The pimp, everybody was a pimp, and everybody thought they had hoes after black exploitation. Everybody thought their girlfriend looked like um, what's the sister's name? You know the girl who you know who I'm talking about, Pam Greer. 
Everybody thought they was a pimp and a Mac and all of that stuff because y'all watched a couple of movies and y'all read a couple of books. And everybody thought they had hoes and everybody had their little thing. I think it's the same thing, and it's the power of the media, right? So today our power of the media is um, um, YouTube. But, uh, yeah, the black exploitation movies for sure kind of led people astray and promised them a lifestyle that they thought they would be happy with, but only to find out, you know, pimping ain't easy. <laughs> pimping ain't easy. Oh, it's crazy, man. Yeah, Superfly. Uh, what, what was the other ones? Shaft. You know, all of the shows, the Huggy Bear was featured. Uh, shout out to Senior Oro. Again, he says, not from a borough. I'm from D.C. Why Gerg Adams always hating on me. Single mother raised, and I'm almost three zeros. What? And I'm almost three zero. Got that thing on me if you want to be a hero. He says, but I'm just playing, doing my thing. Shout out to all the free agents and the coach gang. He hit us with the rap. All right, and rap is a lot more complicated than it uh, seems. So shout out to you in Washington, D.C. That was a good rap. Uh, Ricky V. Sam Cook tried to get folks to own their own music and got deleted under suspicious, suspicious circumstances. Uh, yeah. That could be some of those things, right? Uh, behind the scenes to know what's going on. And he got kind of set up. Who is this in here? Last one. Last two, Cortland says, we'll call you Midnight Marauder. Hey, he says, hip-hop talent has provided generational wealth for record company owners in the States and overseas. If hip-hop artists became billionaires, the owners will write the checks. Uh, who write the checks are worth way more. Generational wealth is the key. Shout out to the coach. Yes, it has. So a lot of people, a lot of the, oh, uh, the other part of hip-hop that you were touching on is a lot of these guys, um, they said what they said, but they didn't allow their kids to be second generation rappers. Like they're second generation wrestlers and third generation wrestlers and now fourth generation wrestlers. How often do you see, and this is the question of all questions, how often do you see second generation rappers? I mean, the time barrier is there. The, 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 the time is there. We could have, oh, this is, well, Ice Cube's son went into acting. You you don't have you don't have rappers that said I'm gonna follow in my parents' footsteps and you didn't have the parents support it. Uh little Romeo. Okay, little Romeo. Jalen Smith, he did, did he rap? I'm not sure. He said most are doo-doo. That's why. Well, I guess so. Cause look, when you're rapping, you're rapping from a struggle, right? So if you grew up in nice houses, you're not you're like, why am I rapping about? Okay, let's say somebody, a second generation, a good rapper, a good one. Not somebody, like somebody that I would have to know. Little Easy E. Okay, I don't want to diss people's lyrics. Like a good rapper. <laughs> like, like somebody that actually was like, oh, you're good. Bow Wow? Corey Guns? Corey Guns, okay. Master P, Little Romeo. Again, it's pretty, it's pretty low. Uh, Diggy, Run Son, Diggy. 
I don't know, maybe, maybe Peter Gunn and, and Corey Gunn. I don't know about these guys. Birdman Jr., I'm not really, these people don't, these people don't jump out on me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's got to be somebody, like, they jump out. You know what I mean? Like, somebody you can remember. MC Hammerson? I don't even know. What's his name? MC Hammerson. Let's name somebody that's good. Corey Guns? I don't know. Pete Guns? I don't remember Peter Guns. Javon Smith? Diggy? All right, I never. Some of these people, man, like, they they didn't, they sold two copies of their records. <laughs> All right, they sold two copies. Vanilla Ice Sun, T.I. Sun, what's his name? T.I. Sun. <laughs> Mace, who, who is Mace? Who is Mace's father? I think the motivation's not there. Eminem and MGK. Okay, hold on for a second. Most of these people, Curtis Blow Jr. <laughs> no, 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 no. Some of these people, uh, okay, somebody says Dom, Domani is cold. It, I don't know. That's too underground for me. Little Nas X. We got nobody so far. Not anybody. Big Pun Son. What's his name? What's his name? Y'all just naming people. Like, yeah, man. Big Pun Son. Does he have a name? We don't even know his name. Diddy Son got a mixtape. I used to sell mixtapes, but now I'm an MC. I got the rhyming beats. I used to rock them tapes. <laughs> no mixtapes. I'm talking about people that got some. Okay, we don't got nobody. Corey Guns, maybe. Nobody. Biggie Son, we don't even know his name. <laughs> Y'all come on, Diggy. Let me pull up Diggy's music. Cool Moldy, little cold Moldy, cold Moldy, Moldy Moldy. Where's MC Shan and Molly Marl's son at? All right, hold on for a second. The bridge, they talk about Queens Bridge. The, 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 the bridge, the bridge. Yeah, they. there's nobody. I don't think y'all got it. I don't think y'all, I think y'all trolling me now. Some of these people ain't got no kid. All right, so, um. Biggie Biggie son cut a, a album. The notorious CGA. <laughs> I don't think so. Three Pac. All right, so Three Pac got it. All right, yeah, that didn't name anybody. There's no second generation rappers that made it. All right, Gabriel says I started to read the free agent lifestyle, uh, and he says and understand more after I heard it from you, Coach. Thank you, man. Um, a lot of people don't know about my philosophy. And they just take what they hear on YouTube and they never investigate. And then they run around here. CGA ain't got no game. I'm like, bro, did you read the book? Shout out to David. And we're going to call you Boxado. Thank you, coach. All right. He says, thanks, coach. And then um, that's going to be it for the day, man. We shuffling now. We shuffling. Y'all shuffling naming these people right here. Birdman and Little Wayne. Okay. Birdman and Little Wayne got to be the closest. Benzino's daughter? Okay. <laughs> All right, now we gone. All right, where's uh? No, I'm going to say. Anyway, man, let's get out of here. Let's start shuffling ready for the day, man. And uh, I should be here in the morning. New, 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 new world order. If I'm not, it's going to be sending out the search party. <laughs> All right. Anyway, man. Oh, shout out to the coach gang. And we out of here, brothers. Let's take you out with somebody. Who? 
to Kaylee. Speaking of rap, Kaylee's going to be a nice hit. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tits. I make my solid 